the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. I am Bill Bunkley, and we are delighted that you have uh, tuned in this afternoon. I've got some breaking news, and it's either going to make you sad, or it's going to make you angry, or it's going to make you both. And you might go back and forth. We have just received news in just the last few moments, and uh, I want to give a shout-out to the captain, because the captain... Um, I got it, and uh, I know that it has just been released on Fox News. This is uh, breaking news from the Florida Department of Law Enforcement. And this is going to make your blood just boil. This coming in from, uh, well, there's several outlets now. We're going to go ahead and use uh, news uh, Spectrum News 9 uh, for this one. But you might remember the name of Scott Peterson. Scott Peterson was the resource deputy who was on duty that fateful day at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Broward County. Yes, that's the day of the mass shooting. Today, two things happened in this man's life. First of all, he has just been fired from the Broward County Sheriff's Department. And he has been arrested, actually was arrested Tuesday, and we're just getting, well, today is Tuesday, by the way. Uh, And so he was arrested today after that uh, being fired from the uh, sheriff's department. Agents with the Florida Department of Law Enforcement have charged Peterson with seven, count them, seven counts of child neglect three counts of culpable negligence, and one count of perjury after their 15-month investigation. This, the official statement from FDLE Commissioner Rick Swearingen, said at a news conference, the FDLE investigation shows former Deputy Peterson. Are you ready for this, my friends? Former Deputy Peterson did absolutely nothing, let me repeat from this report, very, very strong verbiage. Deputy Peterson did absolutely nothing to mitigate the shooting that killed 17 children, teachers, and staff and injured 17 others. There can be no excuse for his complete inaction and no question that his inaction cost lives. That is stunning. I mean, it was stunning to me 
uh, almost uh, to the point of being being breathless as I was just sitting there in a chair trying to process this, to know that the school resource officer who was with those kids day in and day out, and it gets worse, by the way, I got more to report, but he did absolutely nothing, nothing. Now, in addition to that, Broward County Sheriff Gregory Tony, who was appointed by the governor, said he had fired Peterson and Sergeant Brian Miller in connection to the shooting at the Parkland High School. This from the Broward Sheriff's Office, quote, the deputy and the sergeant were found to have neglected their duties at the high school. They have been terminated. They will no longer be privileged to serve as law enforcement deputies for the Broward Sheriff's Office. Here is the stunning details of the FDLE report. FDLE agents said that after gunshots rang out at the school on Valentine's Day of last year, Deputy Peterson, quote, refused to investigate the source of the gunshots. Deputy Peterson retreated during the active shooting while victims were being shot. And Deputy Peterson, this this directed other law enforcement who arrived on the scene to remain 500 feet away from the building. Now, as you process this, as I have for the last 15 or 20 minutes prior to coming on the show today, I keep thinking of the subsequent shootings and shootings before that. And when we hear reports of the investigation of the police and the deputies running in, running toward the shots, running to, 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 to save people. We're just now hearing over the last couple of days of the brave men of the Virginia Beach Police Department who ran into that city municipal building, who went in and mitigated more people being shot and killed by a ruthless killer using uh, handguns, the Glocks, and using silencers on those guns so that it would be hard for law enforcement to figure out just exactly where the shots were coming from. An element of confusion. And I think of, right now I'm thinking of the Parkland parents. They better keep him in a bulletproof vest and they better keep him in a secured location. Within the jail. He and his sergeant, by the way. Not because I predict or say anything is going to happen to them. Certainly should not happen to them. But I'm telling you that after all the people of Parkland and what they have been through, to find out the truth that this is such a bombshell. I mean, this this is unacceptable. This is horrendous. Deputy Peterson was booked into the Broward County Jail earlier today. 
The state attorney, Mike Satz, said that if convicted of all charges, the prison sentence would be almost 100 years. Bail has been set at $102,000. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Give us a call. Tell us your reaction. What are your thoughts about this this bombshell breaking news that uh, we are reporting and other outlets have been reporting over the last 30 or 40 minutes all across the state, all across the nation. Hundreds of hours have gone into the investigation. Myriads of eyewitnesses and others have been witness interviewed. And you can, at least I think I can, maybe you would have a different opinion by calling 877-943-9673. My opinion is that the Federal Bureau or the Federal Department of Law Enforcement, our chief law enforcement agency in the state of Florida, I get the distinct impression by their choice of words that their disgust with the report that they've had to bring forward. You know, most of the, many of the sheriffs and police cars, you'll hear the slogan to serve and to protect. This deputy and his sergeant, allegedly, I have to say allegedly, did nothing to serve and certainly nothing to protect I think about the horror of that day students wanting someone to come someone to help someone to save and it wasn't going to happen because the officers were 500 feet away to protect their own safety. I can't tell you how heavy my heart is this afternoon. I've tried to express that over the last few minutes, but I have a 13-year-old. Also had a very dedicated school resource officer protecting at his school. And if this, even if this were the first incident of its kind, it is totally inexcusable. But, but, Columbine, Sandy Hook, we've had enough previous instances that I'm going to say this to whoever's listening. If you are going to be a school resource officer, or if you're going to be a school so-called monitor, which is uh, armed security at the school, 
if you aren't prepared to run in and protect these students, change your job right now. Deputy Peterson, you could never, ever convince me that he did not know what he signed up for and what he needed to be doing if an awful day like that came to his school. And it did. I pray that we keep the parents, the classmates, the friends. Keep them in your prayers, especially today, this afternoon, and tonight. Because this is just opening up that very, very raw wound. This is going to be a day, an afternoon of a night of what if. What if there had been a couple of heroes at Parkland, the deputy and the sergeant? Allegedly, those kids had a couple of cowards. And I, I don't say that lightly, and it's not me to to be on the air to to use descriptions like that, but that's it's outrageous to me. So after you've reflected for a few moments, the phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. We got more news to talk about today. President Trump is scaling back travel and access to Cuba. It's going to affect tourism to the island nation. Federal hurricane relief is finally going to be coming to Florida. We'll tell you what that's all about. On a lighter note, the Tampa Bay Rays announced a fire sale for the next home game tickets. Need to get started on that right away. An archaeologist uncover what may be one of the oldest Christian churches in Egypt. All that and more on the informative Bill Bunkley Show. We'll be right back. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world. Walk the ancient temple steps. Touch the West wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes, the list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Join Mike Gallagher for the Stand with Israel Tour. Call to book 800-247-1899 or click Stand with Israel at letstalkfaith.com. When you love someone, it's not hard to think about them all the time. Hi, this is Chuck Swindoll. The Apostle Paul loved those to whom he wrote. And so he wrote this in Romans. For God is my witness as to how unceasingly I make mention of you. 
Did you catch that adverb, unceasingly? He prayed for them constantly. Author Richard Foster calls those breath prayers. To unceasingly breathe the names of those you pray for. Breathe the word you need for them. Lord Frank, patience. Barbara, protection. Make this a part of your life today to pray unceasingly. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. Back to Bill Bunkley show on this Tuesday afternoon. Phone lines open at 877-943-9673. You know, it's a tough day when you've got to pass along the news of what happened to Parkland High School and two allegedly coward sheriff's deputies, the deputy and his sergeant. Not only didn't have the courage to go in, but told the officers to stay 500 feet back. Now, I don't know when the Parkland Commission knew the facts that were released today. I have a sneaky suspicion that uh, representatives like uh, Panella Sheriff Gualateri, who served on the Parkland Commission, and there's been so much emphasis to arming additional school personnel it's a little more clear to me as to why that is important. I've said this several times, but I'm going to say it again, and you can disagree with me at 877-943-9673. And I want to put this in, a con- in the context of you. If you are at home one evening, or maybe you're at the office late, And you begin to hear someone somewhere around you that's not supposed to be there. Be it a burglary, someone, you know, trying to steal something uh, from you. And what you have to do is you have to call 911 and the clock starts ticking. You, my friend, are responsible for your own safety from the time that clock starts ticking, well, actually from the time that you hear and you're pretty sure you have an intruder, to the time it takes for your local police or the sheriff's office to arrive and to mitigate that threat. Same thing with a school. Now, have you ever thought it through? Most of the reportings of the schools, they begin with pop, 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 pop. They begin with an active shooter shooting. Now, when an active shooter has made his or her plan, executes the plan, has gotten in or around the school close enough to begin trying to kill people, I mean, it's game on. And that's why the sheriff in Pinellas County, is beginning to break through with some of the school board members there and hopefully others that understand 
that in the rare instances that this is going to happen, you have to move quick. You have to respond quick. You have to fight fire with fire in these situations. So I wonder if the fact that those students were on their own, deputies, the resource officer didn't enter, and he told when the rest of the deputies started responding, hey, stay at 500 feet. Why even respond if you're going to stay away at 500 feet and not try to mitigate the carnage? I just don't get it. 877-943-9673. We've got that someone wants to share this afternoon. Who do we have, Mike? Mark in Tampa. Welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Glad to have you with us this afternoon. Hi. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I just want to say uh, I'm not saying the guy's not a coward, but uh, some of this stuff has to do with training. You know, it has to be uh, – he has to be in a, a combat mindset. I mean, this, this – you know – this just wasn't there. You know, it's it's just almost like when you're trained to draw a weapon, that's what you do. You draw a weapon. So uh, I, I don't know. I just I, I think that not all the blame is on him. I think they need to really do a lot of heavy training. So it's just automatic. When you see a situation, you learn how to, you know, you train for those things. How do you combat that? How, how do you place your people? How do you respond? I think that you are totally and completely accurate. However, the reason why I'm not there at the moment and I will be glad to come back tomorrow or the next day and to address it, but I believe if he had been following instructions of his training, this was, I mean, it's look how long it's been. This has been a very exhaustive FDLE report. I believe that it would have been included with what was released today, that he did this and that following the rules of engagement with the Broward Sheriff's Office, but we did not see any of that. If we see uh, more uh, of that unfolding uh, in the day or two, I will certainly reconsider my, my feeling. But right now, I'm dealing with the information released that this was, yes, he was trained to do something, but uh, they certainly have not stipulated that uh, he was following uh, uh, Sheriff Broward Sheriff's Office policy. Yep, I agree. Uh, they 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 really haven't. Well, I haven't read that, but uh, they haven't really stipulated. Well, step by step, these are the things that he did wrong. He said he didn't. Uh, you know, he didn't investigate the shooting and, and, and all that. I mean, those are things that he didn't do right. But uh, there probably has to be more specific things. I mean, you got to engage. you got to engage the enemy, and that's, that didn't happen. Here is what I'm speculating, and you always had to be dangerous to be speculating. I think that what was happening was, uh, since th- th- this uh, assault was underway, I think that if you had a chance to dig deeper, the the not going in and pulling back the 500 feet, they were waiting for uh, the SWAT team. Now, you know from the time, well, I mean, you know, but I mean, you could probably agree that from the time a shot starts ringing out and they call the individual officers, either some off-duty, some on patrol, all over Broward County, those guys and gals have to rush to the scene, get suited up, because they're not usually walking around with all that armor on, and so I think that uh, I'm expecting to see that that was a, a, a hold off and let the SWAT go in. Well, they didn't say that in the, the particular report, 
And so that's what we're going to find out. But uh, I, I just got to tell you that with what we have seen in other similar situations, I don't know how this deputy uh, still in this second, I don't know how he just did not go in to try to mitigate it and why he would stop the others. I got about a minute left for a hard break. I'll give you the last word. Uh, I have to agree with a lot of what you're saying. The guy definitely didn't do his job and that they need to show some courage. And and, uh, I do think still, though, that training uh, does help. And uh, I think they need to plan a little bit more and be ready to react and uh, follow, you know, engage the enemy in these uh, shootings. Absolutely. And one thing they let you go with, I didn't tell the truth, I'll take a little last word, is when they said that he could spend all that time in jail on various charges, at least the prosecutors don't think that there's anything mitigating enough, uh, as in Broward County County Sheriff protocol, uh, to give him cover. We'll have to see, but again, if that's the case, uh, I will have a little milder reaction. What do you think? 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. Got a couple callers, one line open. I'll be back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump and the First Lady hosting a state dinner at Winfield House in London, honoring Prince Charles and wife Camilla. The president says fellow Republicans would be foolish to block the tariffs he's threatening on Mexican imports. But some GOP senators are concerned that proposed 5% tariffs would spike U.S. consumer costs. In Florida, former Broward Sheriff's Deputy Scott Peterson has been arrested on his actions during and after the mass shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland. An investigation says Peterson did absolutely nothing to mitigate the shooting that killed 17 and injured 17 others. Hopes for a cut in interest rates propelled stocks higher on Wall Street. The Fed chairman signaled the central bank could cut rates if multiple U.S. trade conflicts threaten the U.S. economy. The Dow gained 512 points today. This is SRN News. The story goes that when Thomas Edison's laboratory caught fire, he urged his son to go and fetch Mrs. Edison, lest she miss the sight of the incredible fire. His response parallels the sentiment of an Italian proverb that says, since the house is on fire, let us warm ourselves. Neither the inventor nor the Italians were arguing for laziness in the face of crisis. I think they were saying this, good can be found in every situation in life. Romans 8.28 in the Bible says the very same thing, that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love Him. This is David Jeremiah, encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover God's goodness on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com and get your roadmap for life. Route 66, start your journey home today. 
When you call Cornerstone Pros to service your AC, plumbing, electrical, or generator, rest assured that with Cornerstone, trust is a must. You wouldn't allow just anyone in your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros employs only the best technicians. Each one has been background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify their skills before they ever step foot in your home. Learn more at cornerstonepros.com. That's cornerstonepros.com. You're a do-it-yourselfer. You fix things around the house, take care of the yard, wash your car, and run your own business. But wow, when it comes to digital marketing and advertising, things aren't so do-it-yourself. Salem Surround can help. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers weekdays at 1 p.m. Don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. The reason your relationship can't grow is you have an account of offenses. You have to close out the offense account and open a grace account. Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570, 910 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Don't let debt keep you down. Protect your career, your family, and your financial future with help from NFCC, a financial advocate who understands the money issues faced by current and former military members. Schedule a confidential financial review with an objective nonprofit NFCC financial counselor. Call us today at 877-404-6322 or visit us at nfcc.org slash military. You owe it to yourself. Get relief now. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, 877-943-9673. Got a couple callers standing by. Let me give you a little bit more of an update on the arrest of uh, Deputy Peterson from the Broward County Sheriff's Office. And by the way, he resigned several months ago receiving a pension. But uh, now we have some additional comments, and I'll get to our phone lines in just a second. The Orlando Sentinel is reporting that sentiments from the parents whose children were killed uh, echoed one another in praising the decision to arrest and lamenting that it was about time. Here's one quote from Gina Hoyer, mother of a 14-year-old, a 14-year-old Luke who died in the shooting. My heart is just beating because we're over a year here and this is just now happening. This is long overdue. Andrew Pollock, you may remember that name. Andrew's been uh, out uh, after the, the this massacre whose daughter Meadow was killed said it's been a long time coming. Accountability is all I wanted, and now it looks like it's happening. Then we had Lori Alhadif, whose daughter Alyssa, 14, died that day. She said, he needs to go to jail, and he needs to serve a lifetime in prison for not going in that day and taking down the threat that led to the death of our loved ones. It was his duty to go into that building and to engage the threat, and he froze, and he did nothing. 
Now, now, this is a 15-month investigation by the Federal Department of Law Enforcement, FDLE, and the Broward uh, State Attorney's Office. The investigation, according to Orlando Sentinel, showed Peterson refused to investigate where the gunshots were coming from, retreated uh, during the gunfire as victims were being shot, and directed other law enforcement who arrived on the scene to remain 500 feet away from the building. The F. This is a quote I just want to give you before we take our phone calls. Quote from the FDLE. The FDLE investigation shows former Deputy Peterson did absolutely nothing to mitigate the, the shooting that killed 17 children, teachers, and staff and injured 17 others. There can be no excuse for that. Um, Peterson and uh, his Sergeant Miller were found to have neglected their duties at MSD High School. That was in a statement. So I would say um, if there is something to come out, and our previous caller pointed this out, if there is something to come uh, forth after this initial report that he was following protocol, we'll entertain that. But uh, this strong language in that last statement leads me to believe that uh, he was not. He was not following preset training and protocol. 877-943-9673. Mike, who's our first caller? Let's go down to Sarasota. Beautiful day, kind of hot, kind of muggy, but I love Sarasota. Sonia standing by. Sonia, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. You know, Bill? Yes, I'm here, Sonia. How is your health? Well, got a couple setbacks a little bit. Um, no, God, God is going to, God has He is, he is, he is. He is, he is. Got a couple new things. I'll post them on Facebook, but God is good, and he's standing with me. So, Sonia, how is this? How is this news just impacting you? So happy for the governor, DeSantis. He's going to be our president in twenty twenty four. Okay. You know why? Because he did it right away. You mean he suspending? Took him out of there. You mean suspending uh, Chief Israel or he Sheriff did. Israel? Okay, gotcha. Okay, move he swiftly suspended. to suspend him, and that's been held up by the. Uh, Florida Supreme Court, and based on what we're seeing today, uh, nothing seems to change that decision in my mind. But uh, how did this news uh, hit you that now we have an official report that the deputies just did not go in to try and save any of these kids? That was terrible. But DeSantis is a smart person. He went right after him because he knew something was up with him. Well, I'm sure our elected officials, that part of this huge uh, multi-month report with uh, 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 thousands, I think a thousand hours of investigation, something like that, some of our elected officials who have to know about what's happening in the progress of uh, some things before they're released to the public, to you and I, um, I I'm sure that uh, there are official reasons, and then as more data and detail and interview uh, footage of cameras, et cetera, et cetera, are, are analyzed, then we get more and more. But uh, it's a sad day, Sonia, and for all of us who have kids or grandkids, we can only think of uh, our own children. And uh, just uh, the one thing I know for sure, I think all of us stand with the parents and the friends of those that were gunned down that day. God, God is with everybody, everybody that believes in him. Yes. Well, Sonia, we got some more callers, but hey, thanks for asking about my health. I'll post something on Facebook here in the next day or so, 
and just keep praying. And thank you so much for listening to our program. Hi, Zachary. Uh, Zachary, well, he's almost, he's taller than his mother, and now he's into his summer activities, got a couple camps coming up he's going to take part in, so uh, just keeping him busy. All right, Sonia, we appreciate you calling. God bless you, sister. All right, 877-943-9673. Who do we have next? All right, Jimmy, Odessa, how's it going? Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, you're on the air live. Okay, uh, signal's going in and out. Hey, you know, I unfortunately, I don't think we're going to get to the bottom of this until it plays out in the civil courts, because there you can assign a percentage of blame on each party. So you sue them all, and then the jury then can award, you know, damages on a percentage basis, because the criminal court, just all or nothing. And, and plus, in, this, in the, the civil courts, politics will be out of it. You're, this thing is going to be steeped in politics, steeped in bureaucracies trying to make themselves not look bad. And this thing is just, it's just horrible. You remember when the Marine barracks got blown up? I think Reagan was the, the, the president then. In Beirut, and Lebanon? Yeah, and, and we found out that all we did was set up camp, raise the flagpole, send in the Marines, and made them look pretty. We were not prepared. We thought just because the big, tough Americans were there that everybody would be afraid of us and that we could have peace just because we're there. Well, this is kind of what happened there at Parkland. you got a department who really didn't take it seriously. Result, uh, uh, the results speak for themselves. Didn't have the right people, didn't have the right training, the right motivation. They didn't have a plan in place. They just thought having a uniform cop probably thought he had a great a great way into retirement, you know, air conditioning all day long, you know, have fun with the kids, and this is all it was. So I think there's a lot of blame to go around, and like I said, unfortunately, until it gets to the civil courts, I don't think we'll know who's at fault where. Yeah, and, and I think when you talk about the politics of it, um, as we try to figure out the realities, and Jim, as you know, the realities, the reality is that guns are a part of uh, many Americans and their way of life. Guns are certainly central to many Americans in terms of their personal security. And so uh, when we have these events, we, we end up having the gun debate over and over again, and now we're questioning whether or not to arm teachers. And, and I guess maybe I must be blind, Jim, but, but your thoughts, because obviously uh, we have a case here where there was a deranged young gunman that uh, began the melee of the shooting and the killing. And from the point that first shot rings out, that's when action needs to be taken. And we have a clear-cut picture of what happens when we have law enforcement. Uh, One officer at the school doesn't go in. Then we've got all others arriving, and they're being held back by the sergeant at 500 feet. And then we see these kids get killed, and uh, it's an extended time. And for the life of me, I don't understand why a politics isn't set aside to say how de- that even know how distasteful it is to have some trained uh, school personnel ready to react when the first bullet rings out. And uh, I-, I just I just don't get the fact that there are people willing. And I know I'm probably going to offend somebody by saying this. 
that people aren't willing to do whatever's necessary to have the right trained people, uh, more than one, multiple folks in a school, that when the next time, God forbid, this happens, we have a, a little bit different uh, uh, result. And so, Jim, I don't know about you, but the, the politics uh, of guns and the politics of protecting our students, you know, guns are already out. They're a part of our life, and you can have a rhetorical discussion, but it ain't going to save lives right now. These police officers were not motivated. They weren't trained properly, and I put the, the, a lot of the blame squarely on that chief of Israel. He didn't motivate his people to be able to respond appropriately that's all part of leadership well it's also the fact that he is in one of the if not it's either palm beach county um broward county or orange county those are well you got duval i mean you got uh you know tallahassee as well but those are the four most left uh minded philosophical areas of the state and I just think that uh, those politics, if anything, uh, affected what Sheriff Israel was willing or not willing to do. Clearly, he did not have his uh, department and his folks tuned up. And you can only look to Virginia Beach, Virginia, and the police station I know was only uh, two blocks away. But there was no doubt that anybody who was trained in law enforcement entered into that municipal building to try and mitigate, and I believe that everyone's saying that there were a lot of lives saved because of the quick responses, but why we can't get that point across, I don't know. Yeah, and when the, the bullets start flying, doesn't matter what political party you belong to, uh, if you don't know how to respond, people are going to die. Yep, and a lot of, lot of training, and then uh, I think in part of that training, whatever the misfortunate incidents are, uh, I think you need to be trained uh, or updated maybe two or three times a year. And one time a year, uh, there ought to be in that training an analysis of each of the mass shootings. Uh, what was the timeline? What was the plan? Uh, how was it mitigated? I think that uh, every time we have one of these situations, everybody ought to be um, in, in, a, in a segment of training to understand uh, how this one was pulled off because I think it helps for you having the wisdom and from my worldview, God and the Holy Spirit just kind of giving you instruction in that moment where the adrenaline's flying. But I think we need to know from past experience uh, how people tried to pull these things off, uh, how successful they were, they weren't. Learning that, I think, goes a long way to being prepared. Well, Bill, can I say one more quick thing? Quickly, got about 30, 40 seconds. Got it. In addition to being able to hit a paper target, in addition to knowing how to load a gun and properly aim and shoot, you've got to have the right training. Call it esprit de corps, call it pride, but you've got to put that within your people to where they have the the, the, the manhood, the, 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 the gumption to be able and want to respond. It's not just training. You've got to motivate your people. Well, and I tell you, the exercise, shoot, don't shoot, which is uh, an annual exercise, it it has to be, I think, mandatory because uh, if you've ever been in one of those situations, it is is tough to decide when to shoot, what not to shoot. But, Jim, we got a hard break. Thanks for sharing with us. All right, more of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment, 877-943-9673. 
Don't go away. Be right back and ready to take your call if you want to share. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. Commencement season has ended, and as usual, most of the speakers were secular progressives. One that deserves special notice is former Vice President Al Gore, who told graduating students and faculty at Harvard there's an assault on science that threatens the capacity of the human species to endure on planet Earth. Everett Piper, a former president of Oklahoma Wesleyan University, wrote about it in a column for the Washington Times. Piper notes that Gore claimed reason, science, and rational debate are under threat from what he called an ideology of authoritarianism by those who disagree with him and his political agenda. It should be remembered it was Gore who predicted in 2006 that we had just 10 years to save the planet and that the Arctic would be free of ice by the summer of 2014. The planet and ice in the Arctic are still there, if you haven't noticed. The question is not just why Harvard would invite Gore to speak, given his bogus predictions and bad science, but why would anyone listen to him, such as the state of our modern universities. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. My story begins with debt, a lot of debt, credit card debt, and I heard a commercial for Trinity. I gave them a call. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. When I first called, I was a little embarrassed and kind of ashamed, and I looked at the numbers, and I saw how quickly that astronomical debt that was in my life would go away. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. What I would tell other people, please pick up the phone and call Trinity. Just let them put together a program and see how affordable and easy it is to pay off your debt. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. Across America, it's snoring season. 90 million Americans make this sound every night. If you have a blocked or narrow nose, you're more likely to open your mouth to breathe, causing snoring. Introducing an ingenious Australian invention called Mute. Mute is a comfortable nasal device that helps you breathe more easily through your nose and snore less. Put snoring season to bed, America. For more information, go to MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more, snore less, sleep better. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need cash now? One of the nation's largest personal loan networks, GetCash.com, is the place to go when you need money fast. All you need is a checking account and a regular source of income. And you could get up to $5,000 discreetly with your computer or smartphone in as little as 24 hours, regardless of your credit history. Get the cash you need fast at GetCash.com. That's GetCash.com. GetCash.com. By following Jesus, you can discover who God's created you to be and what He's created you to do. Discover more Saturday mornings at 10 30 during Following Jesus with Pastor Joe Harris. 
pastor of Calvary 813. God's created you to live a passionate life that's fulfilling and fruitful. Learn more at followingjesusradio.com. And don't miss Following Jesus with Pastor Joe Harris, Saturday mornings at 1030 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Back, Bill Bunkley here. Quickly, for those of you listening on the biz this afternoon, because of the breaking news, we didn't give you the market report for today. And uh, the second biggest rally, I mean, this market will just make you nuts. Second biggest rally since the beginning of the year, and that's because um, they believe, or there's reports coming out of the Federal Reserve, that if the economy goes too slow, that the Fed will lower rates, repeat. The feds will lower rates if they have to. That news coming out of the Fed. That put the markets in a gallop. The Dow Jones Industrials up 512.40 points. They close at 25.332.18. The S&P 500 up 58.82 at 2803.27. The NASDAQ still under pressure a little bit, but still up 194.1, closing at 7527.12. And that's because um, we just believe that uh, the Fed chair made an announcement, uh, Fed chair Clarida, Clarida, that if the economy slows, the Fed will implement policy to keep it in a good place. So market like that, and that's been some good news since the talk of the trade um, trade uh, tariffs against Mexico brought the market down a couple of days ago. So that is your market report. 877-943-9673. Let's go to Scott in Florida. Scott, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Good afternoon, Bill. How are you? Well, just uh, one of those days, just uh, kind of reflecting out and letting folks kind of get their emotions out because sad news out of Broward County. Yeah, I'm, and that's what I want to talk about. First of all, I want to say that I am on board with everything that you and the previous callers have said about acquiring the proper training. However, I am not satisfied with some people using training as an excuse. At one point in time, there comes, and that was it. That high school was a perfect example of a time when, forget training, save the kids. And that's it. There shouldn't be any... There shouldn't be any sit back 500 feet and wait for the next people or sit back and wait for SWAT. That was just an excuse, and it's a sorry one. If you get your training, that's great. I I completely agree with that, but the kids were dying, and training, training isn't the outlet for it. When he donned that badge and he took that oath, that means he was willing to put his life out there right then and right there to save those kids. And, Scott, I want to – let me jump in. Uh, got about three minutes left, but I also want to introduce this next fact. I want to do it very delicately, but while you're giving your analysis, I want to give you a chance to maybe weigh on this as well. The deputy, Peterson, uh, today is 56 – years of age he might have been 55 last year but clearly this is one of the older deputies 
that uh, I would think is in a frontline service, uh, whether they're, uh, you know, a street patrol or what. But nonetheless, this was a, a gentleman that was uh, probably not far from retirement, but I'll just throw that out there. I don't know if that was a factor or not. In his thinking, I'm too old to go in. I don't know if it is or it isn't, but when people look at the age, uh, it certainly is a question. But I'll give you, you got about a minute and a half, two minutes to uh, to share. I can't, I, I can't accept that. You know, age has nothing to do with the oath that you swore. Oh, I'm not justifying it. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there that this was a guy that was 50. I'm not taking up his cause, believe me. I'm just saying he was one of the older deputies on the front line of a force than younger. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I guess that was a little sticky because I'm 55 years old. But the the fact of the matter is, whether you're five minutes away from I'm in my 60s, re- go ahead <laughs> retirement, or you're five years away from retirement, yes, sir, you still have a job to do. I totally agree. Absolutely, no daylight between you and I on that. That, that that was my point. I absolutely agree, again, about getting all the training that you can get. But let's not lose sight of the job that he swore an oath to take. I would say this. Get your last reaction, and I'm going to wrap up this hour, first hour, and that is I would think, I have not heard of any other training, but I would think with all of what we know now and the reality before us, and some of which I pointed out, that I would think that any law enforcement office – would be training their first-line personnel that when something like this happens, they would train them how to go in as safely as possible immediately upon arrival, and then how, if this ends up being a prolonged situation, how to also be trained to transition to let the SWAT team uh, come in uh, right uh, when they get there and by your side to continue it. But I sure would be surprised if there's any training out there saying that uh, you don't go in and save lives. Got about 30 seconds, Scott. Give you the last uh, last thought. I don't have a lot to say outside of, you know, in every uh, officer's training, there comes a point when he has to deal with a person with a firearm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and understand, it doesn't matter whether it's a kid in high school with a rifle or a guy that's running out of a store with a revolver. The case is you're still having to square off with somebody right. who has a firearm. To serve and protect. Scott, we got to go. Thanks for being with us. Uh, great thoughts this afternoon. All right, I'm going to be heading over to uh, our Faith Talk uh, signal on AM 570 and 910 if you'd like to join us there. Got a lot to talk about during the second hour. I'm Bill Bunkley. If you're saying goodbye today, I'll see you tomorrow at 4. Do you like winning prizes? How about getting sneak peek opportunities and offers before anyone else? Join the Faith Talk fan club today at letstalkfaith.com and gain access to incredible contest opportunities, free movie preview events, discounts, and more. If you're passionate about Faith Talk and want to be rewarded just for being a part of the Faith Talk community, sign up for the Faith Talk fan club today. Join the Faith Talk fan club by clicking the fan club tab at letstalkfaith.com. 
weekday mornings at 6. Join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. You cannot entertain any thoughts that it might be an option of whether I want to let these desires live and develop into sinful actions. There's no option. They have to die. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk AM 910 and FM 102.1. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. The Florida deputy who failed to confront a gunman during last year's Parkland massacre has been arrested. Scott Peterson faces 11 charges, including child neglect, culpable negligence, and perjury stemming from the February 14, 2018 shooting. He was dismissed today ahead of his arrest. On duty at the time of the shooting, as a Broward County deputy, Peterson was at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School but never went inside. In a rebuttal to a commission's report last month, Peterson claimed he had acted as he had been trained. Also today, Sergeant Brian Miller was terminated. A video shows he stayed outside in a parking lot even as other law enforcement officers entered the building. George Bonzani reporting. Meanwhile, Virginia's Democratic governor is calling for new gun laws after last week's mass shooting in Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach employee Dwayne Craddock opened fire on his colleagues in a city office building, killing 12 people. He died in a gun battle with police. Governor Ralph Northam. Once more, hearts are broken. Lives or shattered. Northam is recalling state lawmakers to vote on his package of bills, which includes a ban on silencers like the one used by the Virginia Beach shooter. A top gun rights advocate in Virginia calls what the governor's doing political theater. I'm Rita Foley. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says he hopes President Trump's threatened tariffs on Mexico are avoided, saying Republicans are not fans of tariffs. Kentucky Republican told reporters he's hopeful that the U.S. talks with the Mexican delegation will be fruitful and that the tariffs will not kick in. Mr. Trump is threatening to impose a 5% tariff on Mexican imports next week unless the country does more to stem illegal immigration. A possible rate cut sent Wall Street skyrocketing today. The Dow up by 512 points. The Nasdaq rose 194. More on these stories at townhall.com. Okay, first time we read this commercial, he got one. So I had to get one. And we are both in love with this product. The glass chair mat by Vitraza. They're unbelievable. You know that junky plastic chair mat under your office chair or at home? Uh, Piece of garbage. It's the ugliest thing in your office. Vitraza glass chair mats are beautiful. Durable. Each one will support over a 1,000 pounds, so it'll even hold me. (laughs) They've got a lifetime warranty, and the way you feel rolling over smooth glass instead of cheap, crackling plastic, it's like working in a million-dollar office. And it's your office. And we got to mention this. Shipping is absolutely free. Absolutely. Lifetime warranty, scratch-resistant, stylish, Vitraza glass chair mats. You can't get them at the office superstore. you got to order them direct at vitraza.com slash life. That's V as in value, I-T-R-A-Z-Z-A, vitraza.com slash life. You'll want to remember that website. There's a discount code waiting for you for 10% off only at vitraza.com slash life. 
New research shows fatal falls have nearly tripled in older Americans in recent years. One of the possible reasons for the increase in falls? Older people are living longer, on their own, and with chronic conditions. That's according to the study's co-author, Elizabeth Burns, who's with the CDC's Injury Center. She adds another reason could be medications that cause drowsiness and vision problems. While the study highlights the importance of fall prevention, even more research boosts evidence that programs focusing on improving muscle strength and balance can help achieve that goal. Both studies were published in the Journal of the American Medical Association. I'm Shelley Adler. A St. Louis judge says testimony from non-staff doctors at Missouri's only abortion clinic will not be necessary for a hearing that will determine if the clinic can remain open. Circuit Judge Michael Steltzer agreed to throw out subpoenas for four doctors who worked briefly at the Planned Parenthood Clinic in St. Louis. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. President Trump continues to criticize the mayor of London. Shortly before arriving in London on Monday for a state visit, the president called Mayor Sadiq Khan a stone-cold loser. And in a joint news conference with the prime minister, he continued the insults. He should be positive, not negative. He's a negative force, not a positive force. And the president said the mayor shouldn't be criticizing a representative of the United States that could do so much good for the United Kingdom. Greg Clugston, the White House. Dissident silence, security tightened, references scrubbed from the Internet. China imposed an information lockdown Tuesday on the 30th anniversary of its bloody crackdown on pro-democracy protesters at Tiananmen Square, a stark reminder that three decades later, the possibility of democratic change has all but evaporated. China has largely succeeded in wiping the events of June 3rd and 4th, 1989 from the public consciousness at home, where the anniversary of the crackdown passed like any other weekday. More on these stories at townhall.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around are the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Bill Bunkley, and welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. If you're just joining us in this second hour, we've had a pretty, pretty emotional first hour. If you are not aware of the breaking news of this afternoon, the... Florida Department of Law Enforcement has arrested the school resource officer at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Broward County where the horrendous massacre took place, 17 lives taken, 17 injured. The FDLE has come to the conclusion with all of their investigation that the school resource officer did nothing to mitigate the shooting and also instructed arriving Broward County Sheriff's deputies to stay 500 feet away from the school. 
and those instructions were also given by the sheriff, uh, the uh, sergeant. Both the sergeant and the school resource officer have been charged, and so we've been we've been discussing that. And now that we um, are with our Faith Talk family, uh, I hope that uh, you will allow me to just uh, offer up a prayer for all of us this afternoon. Um, and because this is a, a very impactful uh, piece of breaking news affecting a lot of lives. Let's just take a moment to pray. Heavenly Father, first of all, as Christ followers of you, I just thank you and praise you for who you are. Praise your Father, the creator of the universe, who wants to have a relationship with each and every one of us individually. Praise to you, Lord Jesus, as you came, paid the sacrifice once and for all, shed your blood, paid for my sin and all of our listeners' sins. And thank you for the Holy Spirit that that abides in me, that leads, that gives me wisdom, gives me thoughts, and for as well as everyone else listening, and ask you to please forgive us of our sins in your name. Father, I just pray for, first of all, the parents, the parents of all the children who were killed, and also the parents of children who now, we've had a suicide, but children who are also struggling. I just pray for those families, Father. I pray that you would allow them to process the charges that have been made this afternoon. I pray that those who know you will filter that through your word and through your spirit. I also pray for friends, family members, residents of Broward County, everyone. I know that I've been affected by this news. And Father, in our, in our, in our very sheer disappointment with what we know today of the two individuals, the resource officer and the sergeant who now have been charged with multiple crimes. But Father, they too are human beings. They too may have made a horrendous misjudgment of wisdom that day. But I still pray for them and I pray for their families. I pray for all the law enforcement personnel. I pray for Scott Israel, who is the who is the sheriff who was removed by the governor. And uh, I just ask for your grace for everyone on every side of this issue. And as emotions run deep, sadness runs deep. I hope that uh, through your grace, getting even is not running deep, or revenge is not running deep. But, Father, we just pray, Father, for your comfort and pray that, uh, Father, would you give us wisdom, not just in Broward County, Florida, but around the nation. Would you give us wisdom to just look through the sensitive issues, the politics, and to answer to the best that we can on this side of heaven what is the absolute best policy we can implement to meet the challenge of uh, a shooter, someone with a knife, someone with any kind of a deadly projectile, 
how is the best for us to respond? Because, Father, you know with the Internet and instant communication, a lot of people who are not healthy right now mentally, most everything is out there on the Internet. They see other other mass attacks like this. And, Father, I just pray that you would just just block them for those those imaginations of what they see on websites for it not to take root in the real realm. Well, Father, we praise you. We give you all the honor and the glory. And we just look forward to the time of your return. And we also look forward to our individual homecomings so that we can join you in heaven and know that once we are with you, that uh, all of this resulting harmful activities as a result of sin will be be over forever and ever for us. Thank you, Father, for listening to our prayer. Thank you for comforting us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, old wounds have been opened up, especially for the parents. We read a couple of those testimonies of uh, from some of the newspapers around the state interviewing some of the parents of the of the Parkland kids that were that were massacred. And I know for you and I, we think about our children. We think about our school security here. We think about every time we we know or see something of a hideous nature, of a how-to nature on the Internet. It just really affects me because I know that there are weak and vulnerable people that are just subject to Satan taking advantage of them through what is in their world. So, we've got some more topics to talk about this hour. Coming up next, I'm going to take a break in just a moment. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. Some of the topics are held over from the first hour, but I think they're very relevant for this hour especially we have uh, our next topic will be concerning President Trump. And uh, this, uh, as well as affecting uh, travelers uh, for tourism, education, but certainly don't know the impact, but it could have an impact on those of you who have congregations or you yourselves that go on regular mission trips to Cuba. The Trump administration is scaling back travel is scaling back access to Cuba, and this is because of uh, their aiding and abetting the um, the country of Venezuela, and this is part of um, uh, what the re- reaction is, the United States putting sanctions on Cuba. So we'll talk about that, and uh, especially if you were planning to go on a vacation to Cuba. We'll also talk about the fact that finally in South Florida and up in the Panhandle, we praise the Lord that uh, finally, out of the House of Representatives, they have passed that $19.1 billion package for hurricane relief and uh, cleaning up and rebuilding. And we know the folks of Mexico Beach are really going to be blessed by that, so we'll tell you uh, what's up with that. 
We'll have some fun and talk about the Tampa Rays announced earlier today. So you might want to go to the website as soon as we're done with our show. Don't, don't, don't go while we're on the show. Anyway, they've got a fire sale for the next few home games, $5 tickets. So if you're looking for something to do with the kids, $5 tickets, home games for the Rays. Uh, that just uh, opened up uh, earlier today. And uh, something exciting as, um, you know, God is all-knowing. Jesus is all-knowing. God knows where every archaeological piece of information is located, particularly around the entire Middle East and Africa. Well, one of those secret places, um, the Lord's going to allow us to learn about it because archaeologists have, in fact, uncovered what they think may be one of the oldest Christian churches and it was found in Egypt. So our phone lines will be open at 877-943-9673. Going to talk about the impact of uh, traveling to Cuba next on the Bill Bunkley Show. I'll be right back. If you don't have a battery-operated radio and light when the power goes out, you may be considered a little crazy. This is Bob from Sea Crane, and radio is the only service that stays up when all communications are down. We believe that having an emergency radio and light that always works is one of the most important things you can have in your emergency kit. Well, with the CC Observer, you get both. The Observer is an AM, FM, and weather band radio that will keep you updated during any local emergency. The Observer can be charged by a hand crank or can be used with common AA batteries. It has a built-in flashlight and a lighted dial. The CC Observer is the radio and light source that you should have during a power outage. Order the CC Observer for the low price of $44.95 by calling C. Crane at 800-522-8863. That's 800-522-8863. Or visit us online at ccradio.com. For excellent radios and customer service, C. Crane is the company of choice. You're an author writing a Christian book, so you may know this cheery little fact. Old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. You know your book is fabulous, but hey, if it's not what a publisher needs, eh. All you need is your book in print. You want it on Amazon. You want to spread the word the way you've written it, so do it. Forget old-fashioned publishing. Publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. Fast and affordable, Zulon Press gives you the power to put your Christian book on the market the way you want it. Zulon Press knows your mission because they have the same mission. Publish your book, see it on Amazon, be a published author with Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. Get your book hot off the press. Zulon Press. Find your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. 
Oh, man, I've got a crack in my glass. A what? In your what? A crack in my glass. Oh, your car. What a pain in the glass. Autoglass America will come to you and give you cash for your cracked glass. And they'll give you new glass for free. Their work is guaranteed. They use OEM quality windshields. Call Autoglass America at 81396-GLASS. That's 81396-G-L-A-S-S. Comprehensive insurance required. Autoglass America. If you'd like a smartphone that's really smart, download the OnePlace.com app, the app that will inspire your faith daily and provide answers to the biggest questions of all. OnePlace lets you download your favorite pastor's programs and listen, even offline or in airplane mode, with easy connections to your Bluetooth speaker or dashboard. To download your free OnePlace app, visit the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store for your Android device and search for OnePlace. That's one place. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com and join her every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at Let's Talk Faith dot com. We're back, Bill Bunkley, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. We've got uh, railroad signal in Pasco County at uh, 54 and 41. I guess it's going up and down, up and down, up and down. As you can imagine, quite a bit of a traffic snarl has occurred. So those of you who are expert uh, in North Hillsborough County, Southern Pasco there around U.S. 41, who know all the back roads, you might want to utilize some of those back roads because uh, uh, with the afternoon traffic here in the 5 o'clock hour, that area is filling up fast. Well, President Trump and the Trump administration, uh, as a result of uh, dealing with uh, the backlash, over what Cuba is doing to help prop up uh, Venezuela. There is uh, some restrictions in going to Cuba that are very important to Floridians, Americans, and and all around the world, but more particularly uh, right here. I know that we have several congregations uh, that are supporting various missionary uh, uh, teams that go into Cuba every year. I have some thoughts about that I'll share in just a minute, but let me give you the background on what's happening here. According to uh, sources, Donald Trump, the Trump administration today um, are closing down a lot of the ways to travel from the United States to Cuba. This is uh, part of the sanctions against Cuba, and so listen up very closely. If you were planning on a cruise to Cuba, Cruise ships will no longer be able to, I don't know what date this is effective, but uh, the new rule is you will not be able to go to Cuba by way of a cruise ship. The other um, way that's being curtailed 
I want to say this lightly because there are a lot of educational opportunities that are put together using the letter of the law of Cuban law as well as USA law. And there are a number of opportunities to go to Cuba with these different educational groups. Now, my, my opinion is, is that certainly when you get to Cuba, there's a seminar or two or three in the area of uh, what that educational opportunity is all about. But then you end up doing a whole lot of tourism and seeing Cuba. And I'm not saying anything's wrong with that. I'm just saying that's being curtailed. Now, it has not been stated whether or not these travel restrictions will apply to churches, individuals applying for permits for a missionary uh, excursion uh, to Cuba. Uh, What I'll say to that is, is that I don't know whether the Trump administration is going to clamp down on that or not. I have a suspicion that they may not. I also have the feeling that if they have, there are certainly some very key evangelical leaders that are close to the president. And so if that has been the case, there is liable to be some interruption once this effective date comes in. But nonetheless, I think that that could probably be turned around. But uh, I would suggest that if you or your congregation has uh, a trip uh, in the planning process or reservations are in, you or your tour leader will know who to contact to ask uh, what is this latest announcement of travel restrictions to Cuba and to what effect it does or doesn't affect uh, your trip or future um, trips uh, to uh, Cuba for missionary purposes. But um, back in May 2016, under President Barack Obama, that's when cruise opportunities were opened up, especially from here in Florida. Um, It was a pretty popular deal. 142,721 people in the first four months hopped on a cruise ship, and that was a 300% increase over the same period the previous year. And this way, you can hop on a cruise ship, and, uh, you know, you could just stop. Once you've got everything lined up, stop, get off the ship, get back on the ship. Whereas some of the other travel, especially getting in and out of uh, the airport there in Havana, uh, certainly can be challenging at times. But um, the whole idea about barring cruise ships is going to hurt the Cuban economy because you have the Cuban currency which is uh, not worth very much, to be honest with you, but with the influx influx of the the greenbacks, and what I'm talking about, the American dollar and dollars. People who have uh, been in that experience know that there is quite a demand for folks to be able to sell you their goods or services and to be paid with uh, U.S. dollars as opposed to the Cuban currency. And so um, I'm looking here real quick. Um, 
Now, this is supported by Marco Rubio, one of our U.S. senators, and I'm sure it is supported by Rick Scott as well. Marco Rubio said, and I quote, The Trump administration deserves tremendous credit for holding accountable the Cuban regime. The United States must use all the tools available under U.S. law to counter the Cuban regime's deceitful activities to undermine U.S. policy. The new restrictions are going into effect today. But what the government has said, that anyone who has already paid for their trip will be allowed to go ahead and take the trip. Now, how we certify that, that's not really out there. But I want to tell you that um, there's no there's no uh, gray area here that it takes place today. And so we'll see. Now, the other side of that story, by the way, if you have a comment on that, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Now, let me give you the other side of that. And I'm thinking of my good friend Patrick Mantega uh, with La Gacetta, uh, very much uh, on the left um, and very much supporting of economic uh, assistance, uh, especially with uh, – people traveling there toward tourism, he would uh, very much support that. So I can tell you that uh, from the other side uh, of this opinion of uh, what has happened here, and that is the fact that when you go to Cuba, certainly you have a certain amount of your dollars going into the government, but as you travel around, it is when you interact with the local Cubans. And there's all sorts of small shops, uh, street vendors, et cetera, et cetera. And that when you, uh, the, the countervailing argument uh, opposed to uh, cutting off the cruise travel and what we're talking about in this latest round of sanctions would be that you're really not hurting the Cuban government as much as you're hurting the individual Cubans uh, who are out there and they're, they're hawking and they're, working to uh, earn some of those uh, American greenbacks when the visitors are in. And so that is um, part of what we're, we're talking about here with um, those that might uh, approve it and those that wouldn't approve it. So um, we'll wait and see what happens. So certainly any missionary trips that are uh, planned right now is a go. We'll have to see if the mission – all these are under different permits. You have the cruise lines that have their requirements for people traveling to get a permit to go ashore. You'll have airlines that have certain things they have to do to make sure that the proper permits are in place before you board an airplane and end up on Cuban soil. And uh, you have to have a permit to go in to uh, take a group in for missionary purposes. And so I would probably speculate in closing that if the if – the, uh, there was going to be a restriction on uh, missionary trips that the press would have gotten um, pretty much uh, that part of the article. So we'll have to see how this plays out. I know that uh, I have uh, I have not been to Cuba. And for several years, uh, while some of these educational trips were going to Cuba, I did not avail myself of those opportunities. And the reason was that... Uh, it was a feeling that uh, doing so uh, would not be something of a very positive nature in terms of 
what we would be, you know, doing in terms of support for our country. So uh, I have thought about and have wanted to go. Uh, and the problem is that since uh, I have uh, had my interruption in life, my bend in the road last March of 2018, and in my current uh, journey with uh, my battle to defeat uh, leukemia uh, in my body, um, I'm not cleared to leave the country anywhere at the moment. Certainly, if I ask Moffat about going to Cuba, I uh, don't think they'd be real excited about it uh, uh, because I've got to be able to uh, get uh, medical attention fairly quickly. And uh, Moffat likes to do that uh, as they are the chief caretaker for me. And some of the other hospitals venues may not have the personnel uh, on board to be sensitive to what my situation is uh, with the cancer. But uh, anyway, we look forward to the fact of uh, one day being able to visit Cuba. I'd love to go in a missionary and as a tourist. Uh, I'd like to be very serious about the missionary work, but... I will admit that I'd like to uh, charter some extra time to uh, see Old Havana, get out into the countryside, and learn a little bit more about uh, a country that so many of my friends, uh, their parents immigrated from uh, during the Mario Boatlift and uh, when some of their parents, uh, at the risk of their own lives, uh, came and uh, have some wonderful testimonies. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Let's go ahead and uh, take another time out. We'll check in with SRN News, get the latest headlines. When I come back, uh, good news for Mexico Beach. Good news for South Florida. Relief is finally on the way. I'll have that next in the Bill Bunkley Show. W262CP, Bayonet Point. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The Florida deputy who failed to confront a gunman during last year's Parkland massacre has been arrested on 11 charges. State Attorney Mike Satz announced that 56-year-old Scott Peterson will face child neglect, culpable negligence, and perjury charges stemming from his actions during the shooting. Peterson, then a Broward County deputy, was on duty during the attack at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School but never went inside. Sat says the charges carry a combined prison sentence of nearly 100 years. Virginia Democratic Governor Ralph Northam is summoning state lawmakers for a special session on gun control. He says last Friday's mass shooting in Virginia Beach calls for votes and laws, not thoughts and prayers. Northam wants every lawmaker to go on record voting for or against his proposals. The Republican Party of Virginia issued a statement saying Northam's call for a special session is just a craven attempt to distract from his own problems. SRN News. I want you to sleep in. I want you to cool down. And I want you to have the home of your dreams. I'm Alyssa Walters, CEO and daughter of family-owned and run BlindsGalore.com. My mom, Shelly, hi, everyone, and I have been working together for as long as I can remember. We've never settled for mediocre, and you shouldn't either. We're tough customers, but we love to say wow when it's worth it. That's why we built Blinds Galore. 
to give you designer blinds, shades, drapery, and shutters without the designer price. Get free samples, free shipping, and all the free design help you desire. Our in-house team of experts can help you online or over the phone every step of the way. Plus, you're free to exchange your custom blinds or shades for any reason. It's that simple. We've been doing this for nearly 20 years and want you to take pride in your window treatments. It's your home after all. You'll love the view. We, we promise. promise. Just go to blindsgalore.com. That's blindsgalore.com. Oh, man, I've got a crack in my glass. A what? In your what? A crack in my glass. Oh, your car. What a pain in the glass. Auto Glass America will come to you and give you cash for your cracked glass. And they'll give you new glass for free. Their work is guaranteed. They use OEM quality windshields. Call Auto Glass America at 81396-GLASS. That's 81396-G-L-A-S-S. Comprehensive insurance required. Auto Glass America. Attention churchgoers, are you looking for something to do right after church for you and your family? How about brunch with the Clearwater Threshers? Enjoy an all-you-can-eat delicious brunch from noon until 2 p.m. and then sit back and enjoy some great Florida State League baseball in air-conditioned comfort. What a great alternative to waiting in line for a crowded restaurant. The best part? A ticket to the game with brunch is just $17 per person in advance, $21 day of the game. Every Sunday home game at Spectrum Field on US 19 in Clearwater. So, along with everything else you have to do day-to-day running your business, you're trying to manage your digital marketing and social media. It's a lot of heavy lifting. How can you compete? Well, first, lighten the load. Get in touch with Salem Surround. We take the mysteries of digital marketing off your shoulders and deliver customers so you can run your business. To compete in today's business world, you must utilize every digital marketing tool possible. But who has the time to research, learn, and access all the options? Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. It's easy, and there's no heavy lifting. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. There really are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. In 50 feet, turn left. Why are you driving so slowly? After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in point one miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We're back, Bill Bunkley here, the Bill Bunkley Show. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Remind you that we still have opportunities for you to get a half-price-off tuition at uh, one of our fine schools in the area. 
And uh, we know that uh, there are still youngsters uh, with their parents that are out there praying about trying to decide what new school should uh, they be attending and uh, know they're going to make a change. If you haven't had a chance to visit our website, ChristianTuitions.com, that's ChristianTuitions.com. That will tell you the schools that we have available that uh, will allow you to get your first year annual tuition cut in half. That's right. That's a savings of thousands, thousands of dollars in some cases. And so uh, to do that, you got to go to the website and uh, follow the instructions, and then they'll set up a time for you to review a school that you have in mind. And who knows? Uh, that might just be the, um, the assistance you need for that first year to uh, get your youngster involved in a new school and rearrange your finances to be able to take, uh, take on that situation after the first year. And so uh, if that sounds uh, like a plan, go to ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com. Well, there are prayers being answered, not only up in uh, the Panhandle, but certainly in southeast Florida, uh, because finally, finally, Congress got back to work. They were back to work yesterday, and uh, finally we, for the third time, it took three different votes. The $19.1 billion relief plan was passed by the Senate way back on May 23rd, and I say way back because to me that's way back. It, it was voted 85 to 8. And uh, after this 10-day holiday, the House approved it 354 to 58. And the uh, funding hurricane package is now on the way for the president to sign. And uh, one of the reasons why Floridians were delayed, because those uh, on the left, the Democrats, were holding it up because they wanted additional funding for Puerto Rico. And uh, they're re- still recovering from Hurricane Maria back in, in 2017. Uh, and the president also wanted money to address the migrants there at the border in Mexico. October 10th is our date, and that is when uh, Michael came on shore in the panhandle. But uh, instead of getting relief in a matter of weeks, look how long it has taken. So what we have here is uh, the president needs to sign the disaster relief bill and uh, get it coming. And, uh, of course, uh, I believe it will certainly be delivered before he's here on the 18th, where he will be announcing his candidacy for the presidency of the United States uh, right here in Orlando at the Amway Arena. And uh, remember that uh, in this package, uh, part of this package is $1.2 billion to rebuild Tyndale Air Force Base. That is where the, uh, I believe, the, the Hurricane Michael came ashore. Uh, and so that's going to be coming in. And so the um, the package, there's going to be some more money, I believe, coming into Mexico Beach from uh, the state of Florida. Um but we got about $1.5 billion in damages uh, from Michael to Florida's agricultural industry. 
I mean, we have a lot of forests up there in the Panhandle, and they were just, they were just destroyed. And uh, and so the folks are there very much wanting to get on their feet. I heard that there are some folks who have come back, even though most of the dwellings are not there anymore, but they have come back to support the community by spending their summer vacation there. And uh, that is just a, a very, very positive gesture. But uh, I want to tell you that we were there a couple of months ago at the end of the session and uh, still a lot of stuff piled up, but the, the beach was still beautiful. I'm still, first of all, I think that the best beaches in the world are right along Pinellas, Sarasota, Bradenton, down to the Fort Myers area. I just think it's the best of the best. And I think that uh, right there, right next to the best of the best is the uh, beaches up in the Panhandle. And, of course, when you, you visit our beaches on the Gulf side, you just have that beautiful white beach sand. And it, it's just pretty unique, and it still sets itself off. So um, once we get things rebuilt, people will continue to come. People will continue to retire here. And let's just hope that uh, now that the money is going to be freed up, that uh, we have a chance to do it equally and um to those most in need. So I know you're praying. Some of you are praying for friends and relatives in that region. And so um, you just keep praying uh, as we all will stand with you on that to hope that uh, uh, justice will be served and how that money is distributed and where it's going to be uh, going. Well, let's talk about it. Let me get over to the story here because uh, we've got – The Rays have made a major announcement, and because summertime is for families. Summertime is for making those memories. And I know that uh, in our family we've been hampered more than just a little bit with uh, my situation. But uh, this came in earlier this afternoon, and I wanted to get it right out to you. The Rays are wanting to pack the stadium. That's right. We're talking about Tropicana Field. And we got a special summertime flash sale. Right now, for a limited time, you can buy tickets for any of the five homecoming games for just $5. There's going to be a small ticketing fee with that. But the team has made about 5,000 seats available at the discounted price each game between the 100 and 200 deck levels. Fans can purchase up to eight tickets per game per person. The tickets are available beginning at 10 a.m. Tuesday until 11.59 Thursday at RaysBaseball.com. So that website is RaysBaseball.com. That's RaysBaseball.com. And uh, I wish I wasn't on the air because if I wasn't on the air, and I know Michael may be going there right now, but uh, going to Rays.com, knowing you can probably get some seats um, even though you can get seats in the 100 level, I can tell you that oftentimes being a little bit higher up at 200 level just gives you a better outlook over the entire field, and those are very enjoyable too. But to know that you've got a family of four, you can go for 20 bucks plus a small service fee to catch the Rays on one of their upcoming home games, uh, and they want to fill the trough with that. So we wanted to get that news right out to you. That broke a little bit earlier today and hope that uh, you will uh, find that. Which brings me to a topic before we 
talk about uh, archaeologists have uncovered what may be the oldest Christian church uh, in America, and that is uh, the summer plans. I got to tell you that summer is here, and then what happens is is that uh, we don't do a lot of planning. Things don't get uh, you know settled away, and next thing you know, we we don't do some of the things that we wanted to do uh, because time just ran out. So now is a great time. This is you know very early in June. There's a lot of opportunities. Uh, you can you can Google a lot of the staycations or the one tank trips all around our area, and um, I would would want you to just um, focus in a little bit more on maybe some of the historical aspects of things around our country, because those are uh, around our state and around our community is what I really meant to say, because uh, those things are very very um, I think important to your your son's your child's development. But they're also uh, very important to, um, I think, keeping um, a balance into terms of what we do or what we don't do in terms of uh, giving our our, our kids a well-rounded education because they don't just get educated at school. The responsibility to educate them just doesn't, you know, happen at school. It happens in the home. And I think uh, some of my best childhood memories are what I did with, uh, are things I did with my family. And so I want to just encourage you to keep that in mind, um, put that in prayer. And uh, there's also uh, things you can do that while you're there, if it is uh, something that is uh, of, of, uh, in the area of nature, you certainly can have a little devotional there as you're sitting around in, in one of those important spots and have a devotional about uh, nature. Uh, if you're at the beach, you can um, have a little devotional about uh, when God created uh, in the first uh, few days where he created the earth and the water and the land and talk about that. There's just all sorts of things that if you are proactive, you can incorporate um, those times of biblical reflection and therefore, it isn't just like you took a time out from work, from school, from church, from God. No, it's planting those seeds that the relationship with the Lord is a 24-7, 365-day exercise. So just some thoughts. Uh, I don't know if I can give you a lot of biblical references to baseball when you do the Rays game, except for the fact that uh, uh, you can praise God for the technology of air conditioning and uh, sitting in a very nice, controlled uh, environment uh, because of the laws that uh, in physics and, and other areas that allow discoveries to be made. So probably if you think real hard, you can probably come up with something to share about God's goodness and just about everything we do. Well, got some interesting news uh, coming out of Egypt. And I love archaeology. And I have my Google settings for biblical archaeology, Israeli archaeology, Well, this is a story coming out of Egypt. Now, you know you have the great uh, pyramids there at Giza, and uh, some of the pyramids, believe it or not, are still underneath the sand, and they're not uh, as protruding as uh, the ones that you see in most of our tourist photographs. 
But uh, as you can well imagine, archaeologists from all around the world are not only busy in Israel and the Middle East, but also in Africa. Well, they were doing some digging, and uh, they found something very special there in North Africa. They were uh, a group of uh, archaeologists were working on the ruins of ancient uh, basilica. And as they were uh, digging out that particular structure, they have found that there is another adjacent structure that's more older than the one that they were uh, doing their archaeological dig. And from the, um, according to ancient origins, this particular site is offering new insights into the growth of early Christianity and elsewhere in the Mediterranean. And uh, through this discovery, and by the way, these are some Polish architects uh, from Krakow's Museum uh, of Archaeology. And they are near the ancient port of Maria, M-A-R-E-A, near the city of Alexandria, when uh, they really came on this site by chance. Uh, It was while they were working underneath the floor of this ancient basilica that they came across just a site that just, it was just breathtaking. The, uh, one of the Polish archaeologists explained that towards the end of the last research season under the basilica, we came across remains in the form of walls. It turned out they were outer walls of an even older church. This additional place where men and women came to uh, worship Christ, they believe, um, that they believe the basilica actually was a replacement structure to this older structure. And uh, because there was an earthquake that devastated Maria, uh, Maria, Maria, M-A-R-E-A again, in the 8th century A.D. And uh, the church apparently was built in the shape of a cross. And during that time, a lot of churches were built in the shape of the cross. Inside, there were fragments of ceramic pots. There were fragments of glass. And so they think that this church may date back all the way to the 4th century A.D., And with that dating back to the 4th century A.D., that's the 300s, right? They are conjecturing that it is one of the oldest Christian, they call it a temple, one of the oldest Christian temples found uh, in Egypt, and for that matter, uh, anywhere in the world. So now they are really focusing in on this new site, and uh, what they're going to try and dig uh, during the next season. But I want to tell you, it is, to me, it is just exciting. Here we are in 2019. And here's a discovery going back to the 300s. And it's hard to doubt that this is a Christian place of worship and importance because They've now been able to dig out the outer walls, and it, and it falls in conjunction with other churches of that era, Christian churches. And I don't know about you, but not only the inerrancy of the scriptures, 
And though many people now, especially in our environment, have turned to uh, counterfeits in terms of Christian places to worship, uh, we just have folks that have decided that they're going to pick and choose what they like out of the scriptures and more or less things that allows them to do what they want to do in their lives. It is just uh, impressive to me that with our discussions yesterday, the Apostles' Creed, and today, uh, just to see how the purity of the word has been handed down all these centuries, it is just an encouragement to me. And so maybe one day you can uh, visit Egypt, and while you're seeing the pyramids, you can also have a chance to go see this very ancient Christian church. Well, very busy news day today. Um, thanks for being with us. Coming up next, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten. Today's edition of Living Truth is radio broadcast coming up in just a moment. The Good Ship Discipleship. That's right. The Good Ship Discipleship by Dr. Ken Witten, part one. That's coming up in a moment. Well, that's going to wrap up our Tuesday edition of Bill Bunkley Show. Of course, we'll be back with you tomorrow at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. As always, we thank you for being part of our family, part of our show. And uh, we'll keep our, your, our eye out uh, for interesting topics to keep you informed tomorrow when we get together. Until then, I'm Bill Bunkley. Enjoy Daylight Savings Time. We'll see you tomorrow at 4. God bless and good afternoon. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 